Why is it so hot upstairs? No AC upstairs? No, uh, we have AC. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't understand physics. I know that heat rises. Heat rises. That, that makes sense. It has something to do with the pitch of the house. What the pitch? Like the a pitch. field? No, no. It's like uh, who thought it, it, I'd make a sport? I just watched an episode of Ted Lasso. That's what that is. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, it's because we have really high ceilings, and the and the upstairs is higher than a normal upstairs. Sounds like you need to buy one more. Like you need to build one more layer on top, one more floor on your house. Why? So the heat goes there. I see. So instead of just like finding a better way to get the air to circulate in the house, you want us to build like a heat-containing floor. A hot, a hot floor, if you will. Mm-hmm. A hot floor, yeah. A hot yeah, floor. Yeah, that's, that's where I'll open my yoga studio, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Bring in a little extra cash, get, you know, a little extra money in, you know, um, find your true passion <laughs> in life, and have a nice, cool, comfortable room to record in. Here we go. This is uh, my impression of me running a yoga studio. Okay. Uh, okay, everyone is not wearing pants. Okay, good. Um, just to be clear, everybody, uh, that yoga pants are not pants, and you wearing those out to the grocery store is gross. Okay? Uh, all right, everybody stretch, and that's it. That's all I've got. That's all we can do. <laughs> Have a good day. It's down two floors. Please shut the door quickly <laughs> because they're trying to keep the AC in. <laughs> podcast for an unreasonable world i am one of your hosts adi stein joined as always by my beautiful handsome majestic elven co-host brandon mccoy elven Um, elven we are like beautiful graceful like that sort of elvish oh like lord of the ring elves like not like santa elves okay no not like santa elves like high fantasy elves um listeners we are a show about talking about whatever you sent to us. Part of that inherently means you have to send us stuff. Some of you are coming through strong. Chelsea, I see you. I feel you. We appreciate it. We're trying to figure out, listeners, how we can get your positive vibes and energy converted into action. Like Chelsea, send us topics. You can send them to us by tweeting at us, at UnreasonablePod. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash highlyunreasonable. You can go to our website, quilltheory.com slash highlyunreasonable, where we formally request that you fill out the form. Or you can send us an email. Email. It's easy. You're doing it all day at work anyways. Send us an email to highlyunreasonable at gmail.com. Brandon, it's good to see you. Last time we recorded, you were a little bit under the weather. You seem to doing. You seem to be doing much better now. Um, how are we Thank doing? You. Can I get a health update? Health update. Uh, I'm old, and mm. so stuff takes for freaking ever to like mm. to manifest in any kind of positive way. Okay. So is this is this it for you? Is this the end? You know, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. You do. 
like if I had a midlife crisis, it was a shitty one, right? Like I didn't get a motorcycle. <laughs> you you know? decided to have like, a second kid. That's what your midlife crisis was. Oh my God. Yeah. Good <laughs> choice, Brandon. <laughs> Instead of spending ten grand on a motorcycle, let's spend two hundred grand on a child or more. Yes, but two hundred grand is all you would need to live off of forever comfortably. So <laughs> we could. Um, it's there, there's I, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's all middle aged people. It's just that like everything you you consider like like a mathematical equation, like what is the percentage that this is actually something really bad, you know? And it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be something like, oh my God, there's like blood in my sputum. I have the plague, right? It's not that. It's like, uh, oh, I've got like, um, you know, I've got like a dot on my eyelid. Um, Eye cancer, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Did you know eye cancer was a real thing? They've got, they've, cancer has really done a great job with their marketing, with their licensing. Cancer has really nailed the licensing thing. They've got a cancer for every part of you now. It's a diversified portfolio. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm really impressed by cancer's outreach campaign. What if you were the social media manager for cancer? God, whoever is doing the social media outreach for cancer is not getting paid enough. I can promise you that. Okay, because they're Everybody's talking it. about it. Everyone's sure. talking about Everyone's talking about cancer. The, the president was talking about cancer in his State of the Union, you know, yeah. last State of the Union. You know, it's, it, cancer, uh, it's on the tongue. It's on the lips. It's like, though, seriously, it's like, um, I haven't pooped regularly in the last two days you know it's like is mm-hmm. that it am, am mm-hmm. i going to die of of you know too much poop you know everything just becomes like it's like a game of dice okay yeah. life is just a game of dice once you reach a certain age and unfortunately i've met that uh, threshold okay <laughs> i'm also finding that I, i'm getting less and less patient with young people uh, well, yeah, that's clear. As a young person that you talk with regularly, yeah, I would, ag- I would agree with that. <laughs> well, if you're an example, okay, I've been impatient with young people since like 2014, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it really does, like, like I'm just, I just cannot be bothered with young people and their stupid issues. They're dumb, dumb issues. Okay. I'm, I I I hear you, and it's also super interesting take, considering the fact that you will soon have in your hands the youngest possible person. Yeah, but young, yeah, yeah, but they're but they're dumb by design, right? Like in a good way. I don't mean that in a negative way. They're, they they don't know anything. They don't know anything. Yeah. They eat and they poop and they gurgle and they smile sometimes, and it's fantastic. I, I would rather kids be that way rather than like pretending that they know things. That's the problem is that kids today, kids these days, they think you, they know everything. You were made for this time of your life, man. This was, you have been, your whole life has been leading to this age. And I just I know, you know I'm very excited for you. It is like, it's like when someone finds the perfect outfit, you know, like the perfect dress. <laughs> And they're like, this is the dress I've meant to always wear. You're right. Mm-hmm. This is the period of my life where I am thriving, my friend. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm excited Of course, the only you. person who finds it attractive is me, right? <laughs> like, I think it's great. But, hey, that's what mirrors are for. <laughs> Have you ever looked in the mirror? This is true. Now, this is true. I've actually done this. This is true. Have- this is a question. It's true. 
Well, it's a question for you, yeah. but it's also a reflection of myself. Nice point. Um, Sweet work. Thank you. That's going to be lost on most of our audience. Um, <laughs> have you ever looked in the mirror and gone, oh, God, I don't look like that, do I? Uh, like, every now and again. question the validity of your mirror? Every now and again, mostly with full-length mirrors. Rarely with just, like, the just the face. <laughs> I need to get a full the full scope of the issue. You I know? see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Occasionally. Sometimes, though, I have... I, every now and again, I'll have the reverse of that. Which is, oh, like, I'll you see myself in than... the mirror and be like, wow, okay. <laughs> you don't really have that reaction. Every uh, once in a while... Yeah, so, that, so here's the thing. So the morning of my colonoscopy... Yeah. I had that reaction because I just shit out everything. I was I was fit as a fucking fiddle. I had abs. I've never seen them before. And I saw myself. I was no, so nervous. It was five in the morning, but I saw myself in the full length mirror in my underpants, and I went, "Good for Damn. you." I don't Good think those you, were your Steve. abs. I think those were your ribs. Um, and secondly. <laughs> I, I, I can't get a full, and this is no joke, I can't either get a room big enough or I can't get at like a, a mirror long enough to be full length for me. I'm always cut off at the shins, so I never get the full, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. It's one way or the other, right? It's like up to the bottom or like the top of my neck or it's my shins, right? Yeah. That's really so, good. That's why I wear such horrible shoes because I've never, <laughs> I've never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've ever looked in the mirror and gone like, damn, all right, you got it going. That's unfortunate. You're a handsome young man. Well, uh, now a handsome old man. Middle, middle-aged. Uh, You're a handsome I, yeah. middle-aged man. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, I'm not going to take your word for it. But You've never, okay, so talk to me about this. You have multiple times mentioned what a good dancer you are. Indeed, yes. You've never caught yourself, like, there's never been like a mirror in a dance room and you've seen yourself go and you're like, Fuck yeah! Look at no, that no, guy. no, no! I'm way too in the zone to be that self-aware, mm. right? I'm just like I'm in. I'm in the pocket. I'm I'm in the groove. Like I'm not paying any attention. I'll to be that so stuff. honest with you. You've said it multiple times what a good dancer you are, and I just can't picture it. I just can't picture it because for my perspective, dancing is for um, like like good dancing is for like joyful people yeah. who aren't like super self-conscious, um, who are able to just remove themselves from the moment that's like the opposite of you no in no, so many yeah, ex- ways to me that yes 100 percent agreed that is the opposite of me except for when i'm dancing i'm telling you i'm telling you, you. become like a new man Mm-hmm. i become a different person uh, first of all let's not forget that i am a once in a generation musician right that's true musical talent yes I so would. i obviously have rhythm okay there's no doubt about that and i've got a lot of length to do lots of different moves <laughs> okay i can do lots of different things there's lots of just raw surface area to work with here i i, I for 20 minutes for 20 minutes i'll just high kick over people's heads <laughs> <laughs> we're actually learning right now listeners that brandon's dancing is river dancing so like this whole time we were picturing you know like normal regular dancing no river dancing I, listen, I think good dancing outside of like ballerinas and, you know, people like that. I think good dancing is just like, do you feel it and do you own it? And check, check, I do both of those things. Okay. 
All right. I believe it. Wait till the wedding. I can't wait. I mean, I probably won't be... If I'm looking at you during yeah. my wedding... Yes. Over, let's say, my new wife... Right. Either something has gone horribly wrong... Yeah. Or you are like nothing I've ever seen before. Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> my friend. Finally, you're getting it. You know, like in... Uh, you ever seen Back to the Future? He's like, hey... Yeah. Hey, uh, you know that's something new you've been listening for? Well, listen to this. That's what everybody's going to be like when oh, I'm on the yeah, dance floor. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, the new, it's the new craze. Do the Brandon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, we're going to have everyone cheering, Let's go, Brandon! <laughs> everyone's going to be so fucking into it. And then the next day, about a 50% chance I'm in the hospital. Seriously. <laughs> about 50 and it's like 10 different possible ailments. Hey, you said before we started that you're uh, a little tipsy. What's going on here? I'm a little tipsy. Just a regular Tuesday? A just day? regular Tuesday. Listen, it's after five here. Um, Zoe has her colonoscopy tomorrow. <laughs> we'll raise a fucking glass then. It's a revolving door for the GI Muscle between top. Zoe and I. She's drinking her prep. Her prep is significantly grosser tasting than mine. Okay, yes, agreed. And so I agreed to go drink for drink with her on it. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, so her prep, she drinks, the amount of stuff that she drinks is way less, but the yeah. taste is way worse. Yeah, right. Oh, so she's doing the liquid, because now they have pills. So that's what I heard about these pills, but we yeah. never we know they're not. It's not what our GIs have prescribed. Ooh, I did the pills, and I'm, let me tell you something. Not only did it do the trick, but like you get used to taking pills, like you get you, you take like oh, twenty. So of them. should I ask about? Oh, yeah. whoa, really? Oi. Yes, and they're tell big. Tell me this and- though. I'd, I'd like to submit this as a topic for the episode. Would you rather your colonoscopy prep was? It, it doesn't taste good, but there's a lot of it. But it's not so bad. But it doesn't taste yeah. good. Or would you rather it was just like two small little like water bottles essentially, but it tasted foul? Yeah, I can't do the foul taste. I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke for days. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'd rather it be more laborious and not taste bad. Mm. And and I will say like I I got really sick. I got really sick, but like if I had to do the liquid, I would have been like sick, sick like long. It was before. coming out of your mouth. No, it was coming out of everywhere. It was coming oh, out of God. every orifice. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A couple I, I didn't even I, know I had. I I think a I of agree with you. Piercings that went awry. I think I will agree with you. The thing about my prep was it is just so much that by the end I I, I felt nauseous. Mm-hmm. Not from the taste, but by the amount of liquid that I yeah. put in my body. Yeah, it's in just a too much. Very short amount of time. Yeah, yes, it is a very short amount of time, and it and it yields results, is what I will say. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, my God, you look like uh, Bradley Cooper afterwards. It obviously yields results. Apparently, I looked like a fucking Hemsworth. It was crazy. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say that this is really unfair because Zoe is. Drinking something very unpleasant, and you're going drink for drink with her with something that is, you know, pleasant. I'm having a great time. Exactly. But then I'm like, oh, Zoe's brilliant. She's going to feel terrible, and the whiskey is going to put Adi to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, this is brilliant. (laughs) 
She won't have to deal with your dumbass. I can't with him right now. I, 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 I need him out of the fucking picture. All his friends are busy. Uh, this is... I, I, just drink, you idiot. I want you to send her a special message. I want you to tell her that I'm thinking of her and her colon. I will. Okay. And she'll also hear this in a month when the episode airs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, good for you, Ade. Yeah. You good know, for I'm, you. A, I'm a good I'm a good um partner. Yeah, you're you're an excellent partner. I'm I, a good, I she's a I'm a good partner and I tell her, her that I'm a good partner. <laughs> I do again, I'm gonna double down on this. I think you all should get like like return customer cards for colonoscopies. Are you going to the same doctor? No, we don't go to the same doctor. Ah, oh, man, you should. You should go to the same one so that so that you could have like colon cred. You know, uh, yeah, like, exactly. Could compare colons afterwards. I'm, I'm in a big fucking. You know, you know, I, you know how I feel about the American healthcare system. You know how I feel about the American healthcare system. <laughs> I am in a fucking. I'm in one of these where I got the bill for my colonoscopy and it's fucking insane. Yeah. And so I called the doctor to be like, why is it insane? And he was like, well, the insurance just didn't cover what you expected it to. Mm-hmm. So you deal with them. So I dealt with them, and they were like, well, it's diagnostic and not preventative. Oh, so God. we won't cover, you know, you've hit your, good news is you've hit your deductible. Like, they tried to sell it like it was a good thing. Like, yeah. oh, good news, you you hit your deductible. So you're, hit, <laughs> you're, paying, so you're paying a $750. Isn't that great news for you? Yeah, right. Um, and so I was like, okay, so I need the doctor to file this as preventative. So then I have to go back to the billing person and mm. convince the billing person that it's a preventative procedure. Okay. Then the billing person says, okay, I'll call the doctor to check. And then I'm like, no, 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 I'll call the doctor. So that way I can convince the doctor that it's preventative. So that way the doctor can call the billing person to call the insurance right. to, that father bought for two Zuzim. It's like fucking crazy. Well, this doesn't seem that complicated. Not to me. <laughs> Uh, this is just I, your basic like seven step colon procedure approval process. One of okay? the fucking things about our healthcare system that is the most wild to me is how hard we have to work to pay mm-hmm. as much money as we pay. That's Hold on what's second. crazy. Did, did you hear that? Did you hear that? What? Uh, that was the sound of everyone turning off a podcast. I'm okay. just saying, no, they're all fucking, I'm telling you right now, they, they all agree with me. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're, you're a Republican. No, I didn't mean that. It's you're, just boring. And no, but, everyone fucking agrees with me that we're all paying too much. We're yeah, all paying no, of too course. much. Everyone's going to agree that you're paying too much. And we're working too hard to do it, Okay. Okay. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this break. And when we come back, we're going to bring on a special guest to talk about health savings account. See you in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, we're clearly a geriatric podcast now, okay? Between your disdain for the youth and my issues with the HSA, you know? Right. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm totally with you. I'm totally, hey, listen, I, I, I'm about to bring a baby into the world, okay? You think I don't, you think I don't understand this? How I, much I, does I, it cost to deliver a baby in the United States of America? Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to estimate it to be a lot. I a think lot. that's going to cut into your soup budget for the month. Just, just a hot take. <laughs> It's definitely going to cut into my soup budget. Okay, just want to make sure you're planning appropriately. 
I'm just gonna make sure that I save the soup that I have now because it just Start keeps getting better and now, better, baby. Yeah, um, ice cube trays. I will say that um, that one of the benefits of of having a, a kid is that they get sick a lot, and you end up paying down that deductible really quickly. Yeah. Right? So, so what I'm hoping is, is that like, like you and your colonoscopies after the baby is born, we get a free sub, you know? Yeah, right. True. A free oil change. It'd be fantastic. Uh, Truly. (laughs) The the way that this woman on the phone tried to spin the positivity of me paying a thousand dollars is fucking wild. So you're saying you didn't fall for it. (laughs) The old switcheroo. (laughs) I was like, did I tell you this conversation when I was, um... I, I I was trying to like negotiate down my internet bill. Yeah, like I saw a better offer from a different place, and I went to I them, and then I went back that. to my yeah. current place, right? And yeah. I told you how he, the guy from my current place, said, um, "Okay, so we can't get lower than their price, but if we bundle in things, we could do an overall savings for you. So, like okay. for example, we could get you a cell phone." Line like I don't know what your bill is, but like we could do twenty nine ninety nine a month for three lines. Okay, and I was like, I was like, it's now. Here is the thing: it's like my father still pays for my cell phone. <laughs> so, he, so I was like, I was like, that's not going to beat what I currently pay. Um, and he was like, okay, so what if we got it down to fifteen ninety nine a month for three lines? I was like, right. still doesn't beat what I'm paying. Still doesn't. And he's beat like, that doesn't beat. That doesn't beat what you're paying. And I'm trying to figure out how to tell the guy that I pay zero for my cell phone bill because my daddy still pays for it while still having him maintain some level of respect and dignity for me. Do you know what I mean? Like having him not immediately think I'm a three-year-old. So I'm like, you're just, I literally said, you're just not going to beat it. So let's move on. I don't pay anything. Just let go of the line of questioning, sir. Okay? I, I understand what you're talking about. I came up with, like, incredibly acrobatic ways to combat the knowledge that I still lived with my in-laws for two years. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. I live in a subterranean place. Okay? My habitat is subterranean, optimized exclusively for my various <laughs> needs. <laughs> We have all of the full ensuite bathrooms that we could possibly need. That's exactly right. The appliances are fantastic. Our towels magically get washed. It's incredible. We it's have live-in help. <laughs> we have live-in help. Uh, let's do a topic, Adi. What do you say? Or two or three. Uh, yeah, let's do uh, at least one. Here is a retweet from Emily Wilhelm Riley. This is uh, from someone named Vinny Thomas. If insects were large enough to ride and they wouldn't kill you, which one would be your mount? So I, I like I'd like to say it wouldn't be any of the flying ones. Let's be clear. It wouldn't be like a bee or a, or a moth. Oh, you're or afraid anything. of flying, so correct. So let's rule those out, right? Okay. I would like to think it'd be something badass, like a praying mantis. But I, we all know it's me, so it'd realistically be like a roly-poly bug, you know? <laughs> something cute, stable, low right. to the ground. Sure. 
not intimidating. Yes. Right. One of the bugs that people take pity on and don't squash. That's exactly. That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. You roll up on someone on a with a praying mantis yeah. for a ride. Uh, things can get violent. Yeah, yeah. I imagine yeah. that, like, if we could ride bugs and people, like the people who ro- who would ride a praying mantis, right? Probably the same people who like walk around with an assault rifle on them just to show how tough they are. Do you know what I mean? It's I like do. the same kind of person. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I I do think I do think it takes a certain kind of person to desire a praying. Uh, to desire a bug that eats its partner after copulating, yes. Exactly. That requires a certain kind of person. Exactly. Can you imagine being the male after that? <laughs> it's like... I, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> Was it good for you? Yeah. <laughs> You're eating. <laughs> or, or she asks, Was it good for you? And the body just goes... <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. I would choose a stink bug. I am not afraid of flying. Okay. I think that if you enlarged a stink bug, right, they have like a nice flat surface. Very flat. So I could like, I could sit up and ride. I could lay down and ride. It would be like flying first class with one of those lay down seats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And you got to think about what happens if something happens to a stink bug, right? If someone squashes it, it smells like awfulness right so mm-hmm. people are going to swerve to avoid hitting the stink yeah, bug yeah a stink bug is a good call for you because it does Thank like you. keep people away that's right and all you want at the end of the day is to be left alone i just want to be left alone i want lots of people to listen to this podcast and then never talk to me again that's this exactly is well what that's I want. why the podcast is the ideal relationship format for you because <laughs> it's just one way you don't have to hear any of their fucking bullshit and they have to hear all of yours now, okay, so what I will say is is that, like, there's something about this podcast that accentuates my grumpiness, okay? I think it's you. Oh, well, yeah, no, it's no, it's, it's a podcast, and we, we are just, like, extreme versions of who we are in reality. Sure, fine, but I also think it's you. Like, I think you're pulling it out of me, because I do like, I like listening to people. I, yeah, yeah. If I didn't like listening to people, there's no way I would have married Brianna. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Every man that listening to this gal, episode. No way. <laughs> <sighs> Any married man to a woman listening to this podcast laughed when they heard that. And I just hope your partner wasn't with you, is what I hope. The only downside is that the majority of the um, men who listen to this podcast are 13 year old boys. The, everyone else is a woman. So <laughs> that's the issue. They're high-fiving on the playground right now, though. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. You're so right. My girlfriend won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's an interesting idea, though. Adi, um, would you... Well, you, you said you're not going to get an insect. It, what I imagine is is that you would um, have special socks to ride a moth. <laughs> silk socks. You, you would have your moth socks. You know my moth silk socks. If I was going to ride a flying bug, it'd probably be a moth because that feels they feel beefy and stable and like not dangerous, right? You know, 
Right, yeah. Beefy. Mm, nice. Moths feel beefy to me. Yeah, well, they can be. The only problem with the moth is, you know, assuming all things are equal and they're just larger versions of their normal selves, I really hope it's a short trip, right? Like, I, I hope you're just going to the George Washington Bridge and that's it, right? Because it dies very quickly, okay? Yeah. It, we're imagining then that, like, their life cycle isn't, like, grown. No, in, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, in I, balance. No, I think everything with, is the same. Everything's okay. the exact same. Like a mayfly will get you to the end of the block, and that's it. How long do ants live for? Because an ant might be a good bet then. The good thing about an ant, right, is that it's incredibly strong, right? So if you found yourself in a hairy situation, like a, a boulder field fell on top of you or something, ant could get you out. You know what a I'm saying? A boulder field? Yeah. Yeah, like ants can do a something like six... A field of boulders? Okay. A, I've a bunch literally of... never heard of a boulder f- okay. Is that a thing? I think so. It just came off the tongue very easily, which means it's somewhere in the recesses of my brain. Hmm. And how deep those recesses go, nobody let's, knows. Let's do another topic. This is from... I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I do this. This is from Chelsea. That's honestly, if we got if we got t-shirts made, it should say, I don't know why I do this. Right. That's like it. This is from Chelsea Polanyeki. <laughs> Chelsea, if you want it, if you want it said correctly, send in a fucking recording. Okay? Maybe it's Polonieki. Chelsea Polka Dots. Here we go. Polonieki. Uh, Adi, what's something you don't want any of your coworkers to know about you? This podcast, probably. Yeah, I, know. I was going to say the same thing. Is that this true, podcast. though? You don't want them to know? I definitely don't want them to know about this podcast. Why? Why? What are you ashamed of? Um. Uh, it's not so much what I'm ashamed of as what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Fine line. But okay, what are you afraid yeah. of? Uh, uh, um, them losing any respect for me that they have. <laughs> you know? I'm not exactly subdued on this show. Right. I are am- you subdued at work? I'm not subdued at work, but I'm not as vulgar at work as I am on this show. Sure, sure, but you don't think I'm. I'm making this up, right? But let's say, let's say you got a, um, you have a Susan at your work. Okay. Okay. You telling me that Susan doesn't get down on the weekends? I'm sure Susan gets down on the weekends. Susan's playing bingo and like and like going to the clubs, and she's not telling people about that. But if you found out about that, it'd be okay. I sort of don't think it, I mean, it would be okay, but I do sort of think like separation of church and state, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't need to know about any fucking crazy shit that Susan does on the Right, weekend. but there's work Susan, there's weekend Susan, okay? And I only want to engage with work Susan. There you go, but you know weekend Susan exists. Uh, Yeah, but I want nothing to do with her. Oh my God, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. What I'm saying is, is that there's nothing to be afraid of. They'd be like, oh, Adi does that. And that's it. They're, they're not going to have any interest in listening to the podcast. That's where I'm afraid that you're wrong. <laughs> We're too compelling 
to avoid engaging with once you know uh, that we exist. I see. I see. We're just too good at this. We're too good. Yeah. Okay. We're too good at this. What about you? What do? You, what? What, you, what would you like? You're an artsy person, like for work. So, yeah. What could you possibly not want them to know about you? It's interesting because I really don't hide anything. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed of anything. I will say that there are some circles where I work where I don't want them to know my age. I I remember feeling that way when I you were younger. Feel, when I was when I was like right out of school in right. doing stuff in the DC theater community. I I did one. I'm I, I um I was the AD for a show at Folger, and in the room I made like some comment about the office and i was like yeah it's like it, you know like whatever so like something about like jim and pam from the office right and that dated me instantly and mm. every i felt everyone in the room i say lose any respect for me instantly right um right so i so i have felt that but not the old not in the old way is that are you you're talking the old, like as an old person i think that there are some things that shut up, first of all. And second of all, I think that there are some things about like my it okay, so this is the answer to this, Chelsea. Is that it really depends because I have many jobs. It depends on what job it is. If I'm working with the theater creative types, there's really not a whole lot that I'm that I'm hiding from them. You know, it's like it is what it is, and you knew what you were getting into. Okay, same thing right. I say to Brianna. You, you, <laughs> it's you knew too what late. you were getting into. It's too late. You're Catholic, and you knew what was going to happen here. Um, but I guess there are some other circles where it's not that I'm ashamed of it, but I don't want to get into the show business side because they don't get it right. Like, mm. and and and, and they're they're like judgment of what success actually is is not what success actually is. I remember when I was on TV for the first time, I had like distant cousins, you know, texting me who I'd never talked to. And they're like, oh man, you finally made it. We're so happy for you. And I'm like, I made it a long time ago, ass Chris. Okay, Chris, what have you done, engineer? Boring. (laughs) Boring engineer. He makes beer. Oh, Which is really nice. interesting. That yeah, I know. Nice. It's really interesting. But like I, I do That sounds nice. I don't know how they're gonna take it, right? Because I was a legitimate stand up comedian once upon a time. I was on the road and I was doing it. I'm waiting and, for your Netflix special to come out, buddy. Okay? Most people though, they hear you say that and they're like, Oh, uh, sure you were. You know what I mean? Oh, you wrote a play? Oh, how nice. That's so cute. So there's part of that that I think I probably keep from certain people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. But I do live a private life in this sense. I live a private life in that I don't want to get involved in your business, you, whoever you are. I do not want to get involved in your business more than I have to. And that's because most of the time, I care about you. I'm not, (laughs) most of the time, I'm not going to be able to contribute. Okay. I'm just not. Okay. And I don't want to be in a situation where I have to look at you and say, I, I don't have anything for you, right? Now. <laughs> you don't, don't want to do be that. in a Jeff Probst to the losing team in a survivor <laughs> challenge. That's right. I've I got don't nothing do for that. you. I don't want to say you're the weakest link. Goodbye. You know, I don't, I don't want to say that. Any line that a 
game show host has ever said that means something bad, right. Brandon doesn't want to have to say that to you. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That is not the right answer. Yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say... Um, I'm so sorry. We were looking for what is Doogie Hauser's job? Oh, whammy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever have to say to someone... <laughs> I don't want to ever say to someone, do you have dental floss in your purse for $25? <laughs> dental floss. Let's do one more. I think this is interesting because we were asking for topics. This is from Tyler Oblinger. Okay. The topic reads as follows. Adi, what is your favorite topic of all time? What is your favorite category of topic? What's your least favorite category of topic? Okay, so it's hard to think. I don't remember our topics so well. Um, you don't remember them after I say them to you. Yeah, yes, right. So the idea that I'm going to be able to name my favorite topic of all time is honestly unreasonable, which is perfectly correct for this show. That is correct. My favorite kind of topic and my least favorite kind of topic, it's one answer, right? Basically, my favorite type of topic is one in which we're, we end up having a discussion of some kind. Right. It, it, it's one in which... We have a debate about the validity of the other one's opinion, which goes hand in hand with my least favorite, which is like a yes or no question or like a one word answer. Yeah, sure. Those are my least favorite because those are the least engaging and I have to work the fucking hardest to come up with something interesting to say. Right. Do you know what I mean? does not want to work. That's absolutely true. I don't want to work. And that's part of why I don't want my co-workers to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, hey, let's go back for a second. Let's go back. Yeah. So did you ask your future in-laws to listen to the podcast? No, but I told them that it exists. Okay. And how did you feel about that? I, I panicked when I found out that they had listened to an episode. Oh, okay. Because of the, because of you sharing the private nature of your, of your life. Correct. Okay. Correct. But their reaction but. was positive, right? Uh, yeah, well, they happened to listen to an episode in which I was particularly coherent. So, like, I sounded, it was like which a substantive episode. It was the one where, I, where we talked about anti-Semitism. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. And I, like, it was, like, actually, like, like an insightful episode in which I was particularly cogent, you know? Okay. How, how was I? <laughs> really anti-Semitic? <laughs> <laughs> I love your good guy, bad guy podcast. It's fantastic. (laughs) Who's that Nazi you do your show with? (laughs) Who's that Irish Nazi that you do the show with? (laughs) Uh, That's Adolf O'Hallahan. He's he's really he's a really good sport. Adolf O'Hallahan. That's so good. I, I agree with you. I but but I'm going I'm going to quibble just a little bit. The my favorite kind of topic is is the one that you sent to us, right? Because yeah, chances right, are truly correct. A, yes. a, the, we can we don't get very many yes or no. Uh, questions like we used to maybe get those in the lightning round right. days, 
but most of the time it's you know there's a conversation to be had i just want i just want people to send them that's that that's just all there is to it i agree with you at the end of the day any topic is better than no topic but i am gonna i i will say pandas that was a real favorite pandas um, is a classic whatever got us onto the topic of, of vertical horizon being a jesus band oh, that was God. i need to listen to more vertical horizon again actually i haven't listened to vertical i the other day Okay, Zoe and I are watching Top Chef from the beginning. We've never seen it before. We're watching Top Chef from the beginning. And in one of the episodes, the band um, Foo Fighters was featured. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Foo Fighters is like a famous, successful band. Right. I don't think I could name a single song by them. And I, so I go to Spotify, and I look at their roster of songs, and I was like, wait, am I a huge Foo Fighters fan? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, I know all of these fucking songs, and yeah. they rock. Yes, yes. I was, I'm, I'm going to, they do rock. Uh, and I think Dave Grohl is, is awesome. Yeah. I, I was in, the, I'm not going to say who, but I was in the car with someone recently, and they attested to me that they did not care for country music. And I stockpiled that away in my head because I thought they were lying. And then let, I let a day pass so that it wouldn't be obvious. And then like surreptitiously dialed up some, some uh, country music on my, mm. uh, my Apple Music. And I had George Strait playing. And this fucker knew every word to every <laughs> single song. And I, I said, oh, I thought you didn't like country music. And they said, well, I like George Strait. Who doesn't <laughs> like George Strait? Well, I'm, I'm like, not an idiot. Well, people who don't like country music, typically. I, I, it's funny because I would also probably say, or I used to say like that I don't like country music, that it is my least favorite genre of music. But there is okay. a lot of country music that I really do like. You know, like, you know what I say like, to anyone who says they don't like country music? I say, listen to Brad Paisley. You're not listening to the right country music. That's right. That's right. You got to listen to the right. Like if you're listening to, if you hear, you know, she thinks my tractor's sexy and that turns you off. Correct. Get it. You're a sentient human being. But there is so much of it that is really good. Okay. Correct. Johnny you know Cash, Taylor Swift man. used to be country? I believe that. Yeah. I believe that because Taylor Swift songs... A key part of what makes Taylor Swift Taylor Swift is her storytelling. Yeah, it's like a folksiness. And to country it. music, good country music tells you a story. That's right. That's right. Um, you see, listeners, you see, this was a topic about topics. And we ventured off into the realm of the, the, the legitimacy of country music. Mm-hmm. This is all you have to do. You can be the instigator if you will just send us something, okay? If you could just send us something, that would be great. Remember, any topic is better than no topic. That's right. Take that excitement that you have about this show right, and channel it into topics. If Put you it want into this show email. to be weekly, by the way, if you want the show to fucking be weekly, we yeah. need shit to talk about on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's so right. So send us stuff. I will say that just because I'm getting older and more sentimental, I would say my number one favorite topic of all time was our first one. Submitted by a student of mine at GW, the country you'd least like to visit. Oh, I don't remember what my answer is. but I Your I, answer I, was Germany. Germany. I was going to say, that's what still would my answer. My, yeah. that, that would still be my answer. I will say, I don't think Iran would be a particularly great place for me. <laughs> I don't think I'd thrive there. 
The answer um, is North Korea. But the answer, my answer was North Korea. The answer is North Korea. Because, like, no matter who you are, you're not welcome there. Even if you're from there, you're not welcome there. Right? Well, so here's the thing. The question boils down to who hates the Jews the most. <laughs> and in my mind, it's the Iranian government. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think they really wouldn't care for me there. They Saudi Arabia, not, really not crazy even... either, right? Like, Saudi Arabia Oops. maybe be a place. Yeah, but they seem to be at least trying to put on a good face. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. Like, e- Iran seems to, like, hate its own people. So I think the Jewish white guy isn't going to thrive there. I think the thing going against me in North Korea is that I'm American. I don't think they care about the religion. Mm. I think I'm like a triple threat in (laughs) Iran. (laughs) A liberal American Jew. I think I'm like their worst nightmare. You're a Sam Edgerly in Iran. That's fantastic. I am to Iran... What Sam Edgerly is to anyone seeing him at an audition that they're also auditioning for. So I was trying to think, like, where are the Irish not welcome? And I was going to say, well, then I guess the country I'd least like to visit is is England. But it's then the I UK, started, to, right? But then I started to think about it more, and I'm like, oh, the world. Like nobody <laughs> wants the Irish. Here's, here's the thing. Here's where I feel like the Irish have gotten to um, is. Uh, it, it, there isn't an active disdain and need to repel the Irish the way there used to be. There's right. just a disinterest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not actively trying to shove them away the way we once were. Right. But we're we don't need. We're like we don't need them. It's like yeah. when you have a parent call you on the phone and you see the phone and you go, oh shit, hello. <laughs> That's how people are with the Irish. <laughs> Brandon, how can they get in contact with us? <laughs> they can send us a tweet at Unreasonable Pod, or you can send us a private message on there as well, which Emily Wilhelm Riley is doing so magnificently. Woo! You can send us an email to highlyunreasonable at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, quilltheory.com slash highlyunreasonable, where we formally request that you fill out the form. Go on to iTunes, Spotify, leave us a rating and a review. Um, hopefully someone will be listening to this podcast who is willing to send a topic. Okay. Let me see if we have any reviews on any of those things really okay. quickly. Every time we do this, we're bound for disappointment because there are none. We have... Uh, it looks like just the one review that I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Spotify. <laughs> Now, how do I see? <laughs> how do you even look at rating? Aha. Uh-huh. All right. And on iTunes, looks like our last review was from one year ago. Okay. So, but five stars on both. So, yeah. Well, look. A plus podcast. So, Adi gave us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> and Adi and a bunch of other people gave us five stars on iTunes. Adi okay. and all of Adi's friends. <laughs> Uh, here's what I'll say, Adib. Yeah. No matter what it is that we talk about, after this is over, I always feel just a little bit lighter, right? After no. this is over, I'm just like, eh, you know what? This was worth it. And after, no matter what we talked about or how it went, after we end, yeah. uh, I always try to end the Zoom before you can leave it. 
Yes, I know. And I was successful last time, and I liked that. I, I liked how it. I did that. I hate it. I mean, it. we were in the middle of, like, a conversation, and I got... I, yeah, I was fucking wild. <laughs> it was fucking wild. I will say, I will say, and this is a topic for another time, but, like, this has now become my life. Like, I do not want to be the person... On a Zoom call when it says that the host has ended the call. Like that, to me, that is immediate failure. <laughs> like it's just, it's just like, why? Why? Uh, oh, you did not, you didn't live up to your expectations, Brandon. Once I will again. just say with the context that, that your life is now just trying to leave Zooms before they end. Yeah. It might be time for that yoga studio, my friend. <laughs> The time might be now. Okay, fine. I, I, I will. I will. I will venture into some research to see what I'll it's going to cost. Advisement. To a get certified in some stupid stretching. Okay. Yeah. And also add a floor to my home. <laughs> <laughs> this seems worth it. Uh, oh, either God. will probably be more affordable than the colonoscopy that I had in March. So I hear you. I'm really sorry about that. But just <laughs> tune in next time, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about f- affordable alternatives to your <laughs> workplace insurance. Have you ever thought about those religious weird things where people share in your health care costs? Tune in next time. <laughs> All right, Adith. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Don't hang up the call. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm, not I, I'm Brandon. Up. I'm Brandon. I'm a D. And if you were listening, you know this is highly unreasonable. We'll see you next time. someone just run by in the back of your screen did i miss that god i hope not i mean i'm it that's a pretty i mean like i'm up in the air a little bit it's the fucking floating ghost of newburgh if it is 